Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. It's an expensive time of year. Gift shopping, holiday meals, end-of-year donations. The list goes on. And this time around, many homeowners in Cook County are dealing with another drain on their finances. I'm talking about higher property taxes. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Four out of five property owners will pay more on their bills due December 1st. And homeowners in the north and northwest suburbs are getting hit particularly hard. The increase there is the biggest in three decades, according to the Treasurer's Office. We spoke with WBEZ County Government and Health reporter Kristen Schorsch and Chicago Tribune politics reporter A.D. Quigg to get the details. Here's Kristen. Well, I mean, it depends on where you live or where you own a business in Cook County, right? But across the county, it's a 5.4 increase, so about 5%. The good news is that's still lower than inflation. Um, but the biggest news out of this report is the sticker shock in the north and northwest suburbs. The median tax bill for a homeowner there is going up about 16%. So that's obviously like a, you know, a huge, huge headline. There. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, A.D., this is the, the biggest jump in 30 years for the north and northwest suburbs. I mean, any surprises for you, though? Surprising property tax bills come out because there's usually some kind of goodie somewhere. But um, unfortunately for the folks in the north suburbs, um, this is was a perfect storm of a bunch of different things happening all at the same time. You had levies going up, which is really important to calculating your bill. Um, you had a first uh, uh, the first round of assessments after Fritz Kage's uh, COVID adjustment. Mm-hmm. Folks might remember back in the depths of COVID that the assessor basically anticipated that a lot of folks would lose their jobs and decided to basically reduce assessments by about 10% across the board on homeowners. So your assessments went down during COVID, and then you got reassessed this year. So that 10% reduction is gone. And then we also had this crazy housing boom that made sale prices go crazy, which also makes assessments go up. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of things happening at the same time in the North Suburbs. We kind of saw this in Chicago last year when you're you're losing that COVID adjustment. Your, your assessment goes way up because they follow sale prices. Um, all of that adds up to higher bills for folks. It sure does. And, and as I mentioned, Kristen, we're, we're seeing this rise countywide, right? So, so the increase is hitting most property owners. Right. I mean, and I will say, though, I mean, it is an unequal burden. Like the homeowners are picking up two-thirds of this tax hike. Commercial property owners are picking up the rest. So the burden is shifting to homeowners this time. Oh, my goodness. Well, A.D., you talked about that perfect storm, but, you know, for suburban communities along North Avenue, the increase was a bit uneven. Can you tell us more about that? 
There were a couple suburban municipalities, and this is one of the surprises I learned this year, um, where the town is split. So um, Melrose Park, for example, you have a certain number of properties north of North Avenue and a certain number south, and they're getting assessed at different times. They're getting bills at different times. Um, but because the assessment is going up on the folks in the north, um, they are shouldering more of that burden. And it's just one way that our property tax system is incredibly complicated. Um, the levy is the same for all of the folks in Melrose Park from their park districts, their library districts, things like that. But when you're assessed at different times, um, your calculations are going to be different. And usually if your assessment goes up, your bill goes up. So you have half of Melrose Park uh, paying much higher bills, and presumably next year the other half will, will kind of pick up their share. Uh, anything to add there, Kristen? going to point that out, that example, because I thought it was really glaring in the report that you had like this little pocket of Melrose Park where for about 200 people, their median tax bill went up almost 46%. I just imagine neighbors right now kind of talking about what their bills are and why it's coming to be. Like Aidy mentioned, calculating property taxes is so complex and there's so much that goes into it that it is really confusing. And People always, when they get their tax bills, are like, how, why are we having to pay this much, right? Mm-hmm. So I imagine there's a lot of conversations in a lot of these north and northwest suburbs, especially when they're straddling these boundaries where one person's paying more than the other. You talked a moment ago, A.D., about how these bills you know, reflect new valuations from uh, Cook County Assessor Fritz Kage's office, as well as appeals. We also know it's been a, a seller's market in the real estate world for the past few years. So talk more about how that's affecting these bills. Well, there's a, like you mentioned, there's a, a ton of different factors at stake here, but, um, I spoke to one property owner in particular who was not expecting his bill to go up this much. And part of what he was explaining was that he's been watching, um, folks in his neighborhood on his street with very similar homes sell their property for a lot less or for slightly less than what he was assessed at. So his initial assessment was $500,000 and he was seeing other folks kind of on his block, um, sell for less. And those were all turning into, uh, Teardowns, essentially, where they were uh, knocking down an old, maybe hundred-year-old home and putting up a million-dollar home. Um, so the, like you mentioned, the seller's market is very hot. These prices have really, really risen. Yeah. Um, and that means the assessment kind of has to has to follow that trend line. Um, but like Kristen was saying, it's it's a complicated process. It's not just about your assessment. It's also about how much your municipality uh, rose. Their, raise their levy for that year. So Park Ridge, um, a lot of the school districts, and this is something that the treasurer was going on about at length, was that school districts are, are a lot of the reason why um, bills are going up in a lot of these suburban municipalities. And it's not just school districts. Illinois has, a, has yeah. more taxing districts than almost anywhere else in the country. So there's no one place to kind of point your finger. Sales prices are one thing. Levies are another thing. Appeals at the Board of Review are another thing, like Kristen was talking about, that shifting of the burden between homeowners and commercial property owners. Um, there's a lot of factors, and it's very confusing to sort through. Uh, we did get a call from Joe, who lives in the northwest suburbs, uh, who didn't want to go on air, but uh, said this. You know, I looked at my installment for the second round of property taxes, and it went up over 44%. So $5,500 for 2022. Now it's going to be $8,600. Kristen, wow. Uh, is that total for the year or just for one installment? Oh, man, I wish I wish Joe stayed on the line, but I, I, I don't know. But that's a lot. That's a big jump. That's a big that hike. Is a big, that is a big jump. And, and one of the reasons, uh, Kristen, is this new state law, right, that allows schools to 
recapture funds that were left over from reassessing the properties. Can you talk more about what's going on there? Yeah, yeah. So the Treasurer's report, I mean, they they pinned the, the, the big tax hike um, largely on schools. I mean, schools are very much... Um, you know, they, they heavily rely on property taxes. That's just how our system works to be able to operate, right? So in terms of this new law, so I kind of think about it like this. When a homeowner or business owner successfully appeals to lower their assessment, you know, they're paying less taxes into the system, right? That's less money for schools and other taxing bodies on your bill, like libraries, the forest preserve. Um, so this new law allows schools and some of these other taxing bodies to tack on money that was refunded to those property owners who successfully appealed. And so this year, that basically meant that about $200 million was put back into pool into the pool of all the taxes that we all have to pay. And that's almost $73 million more than last year. Mm. So schools, this new law, which is helping, you know, kind of make schools and these other taxing districts whole when when we successfully appeal and they don't have to pay as much. But that's having this ripple effect, and that is contributing to the increase in taxes across the board that we're now seeing. Yeah. And you know what? I want to make clear, A.D., this has nothing to do with Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson or Cook County Board President Tony Preckwinkle, right? To an extent, yes. Um, Cook County Board President Tony Preckwinkle loves to repeat over and over that she has not raised the county's base levy since the 90s, basically, like the Cook County Board just refuses to do it. Um, the city of Chicago also um, has incrementally raised their property tax, but they, they basically say this is keeping everybody's base the same. We're, we're increasing the levy to account for new construction and expiring tax increment financing districts. Um, this is your tax bill for the tax year 2022. Uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot's last budget did not have a property tax increase in it. Mayor Brandon Johnson, for folks wondering how things are going to look next year, mm-hmm. has also not pro- has proposed not raising um, the base levy for next year. So, again, the, the overall levy is going to go up, but it's not because of um, basically a rate hike. He's no longer doing um, the property tax rate hike to match with inflation. Um, he's basically saying you guys are going to be held harmless, but they are going to raise it to capture new property and expiring TIFFs. Mm. Do you think some people will still blame Johnson and Preckwinkle, though? Absolutely. <laughs> Without question. Without a doubt. Uh, let's yeah. go to the phone lines. Nick is calling from Norwich. Hey, Nick. Welcome to Reset. Hello. Thank How you doing? Having... Have you looked at your bill? I have. So uh, my wife and I are looking at an increase of somewhere around 250 bucks a month mm. and adding that the stress of collectively almost $1,000 a month in student loan payments. We're looking at whether or not we can actually afford to own in Illinois anymore. And we might be leaving the state because this is, it's just one hit after another. And then add this tax bill along with the cost of everything being double what it was before three years ago. I just, I, yeah, I I think a lot of us who were able to buy homes during the pandemic are now looking at whether or not we'll be able to keep them. And this is just one more chip at the block. Yeah. And it, it may sound like not that much, Nick, but I, I imagine you weren't planning for an extra 250 bucks a month coming out of the budget. No, no. And and um, I think. Certainly, uh, again, a lot of us who bought houses during the pandemic because there was a student loan payment pause, the price of everything hadn't jumped as much as it has by now. Like, we are, you know, I think 
Illinois might potentially lose a lot of first-time home buyers, especially mm-hmm. this region, um, because it's just one hit after another. Property tax going up, like everything costs more. Um, yeah, you know, we had a kid daycare jumped in price. Like it, it's just been it, it's been a lot. It's a lot. Thank thank you so much for for sharing your story. I'm sure a lot of folks listening can relate. Ad, I know you talked with a number of, of homeowners, including Wayne Sherman in, in Park Ridge, who might have a similar story. He's looking at a very high bill, too, right? Yeah, Wayne Wayne is an interesting case. Um, his assessment went up from about $281,000 to $500,000, which was just a massive increase that he couldn't understand. Um, it's an old home. He's, he has no plans of selling. Um, and he was kind of shocked to see that number to begin with. And Appealed to the assessor's office, got that assessment knocked down slightly. But then when he got his bill, um, his bill went up, I think, somewhere around $4,000. Um, and he said, similar to what this last caller said, I have other costs. My wife um, my wife has surgeries coming up. We are retired. I'm no longer working. Um, yes, Social Security payments are going up a little bit. But because of his uh, Social Security payments going up and other dividends and savings that he had invested in, from before he was retired, um, he's missing out now on uh, a senior freeze exemption. It's one of several exemptions that the county offers. Um, for this one, if you're over 65 and you make $65,000 or less, mm-hmm. you are eligible for a senior freeze, which basically holds the value of your property steady as you grow older, um, yeah. kind of acknowledgement that you're not making more income. And he was basically like, so I make a couple thousand dollars more and I lose out several thousand dollars because my bill goes up by that much more. And I think this, I want to remind people that you should check um, whether you are getting all of the exemptions you are entitled to. Look up Cook County property tax exemptions. There should be a pretty easy list to see if you qualify. And if you do qualify but didn't get it on your bill, um, you can basically file a complaint for a certificate of error and possibly get money back. Kristen, you heard our caller Nick a moment ago talk about he and his wife thinking of leaving the state. I mean, is that something you're hearing as well? I mean, yeah, I think yes. I think I think Nick very much represents so many people that we all talk to every day for a lot of different stories that we do. Is that people feel really priced out? They feel taxed, no pun intended, to the max, right? Like he mentioned, daycare costs, um, your mortgage costs, your tax bill, um, the price of food. All these things are. It's kind of like an avalanche, and then you get this this bill and it is very striking um i will add to like what ad just said about making sure you're getting the exemptions you're entitled to i also would definitely um reach out to your elected officials like for example at the county board this comes up a lot a lot of the county commissioners have workshops to educate their constituents about what their property tax bill what even is because it is so complicated if you just look it up and see where all of your money goes mm-hmm. but also to see if you do qualify um for an, for if you could appeal it right like i think some of the messaging out there is you know sometimes we like i get a bunch of letters in the mail for example i'm sure everybody does right about oh hey it's, it's appeal time i'm a lawyer i can help you but a lot of the experts out there talk about you don't need a lawyer to appeal your taxes, for example. You can go to some of these workshops and they can help you for free. So I think that is also another thing, right, is is go to some of these workshops, see if you can appeal, um, understand what is in your tax bill so that you can, you know, catch, like to AD's point, catch an error. Maybe yeah. you, you get an exemption. 
Absolutely. We've been talking, uh, A.D., about the the upcoming bill that's due in December. We had you on, gosh, I couldn't believe it was nearly a year ago when I was checking this morning. You, you were talking about rising property taxes in rapidly gentrifying Latino neighborhoods on Chicago's northwest side. Can you remind us what's happening over there? Yes. So this was um, a similar analysis from the treasurer's office, but applied to Chicago. Uh, well, it was applied to the whole bill, but a specific look at Chicago because they had just gone through their reassessment. And what we saw there was um, the lower west side of Chicago. So like Pilsen and all these areas that are rapidly gentrifying saw huge jumps in their assessments. Um, lower, the lower west side community area saw a 45.8% change in their tax bill. So the median bill there went from about $5,000 to about $7,200. Huge increase for these folks. Um, and Chicago is going to be reassessed next year. So right now the, the reassessment is happening in the south suburbs, then it'll happen in Chicago again. Um, so we'll be talking about this again in a couple of years, but, um, yeah, the same, trend line follows like we saw during um like we've seen this year during covid housing prices went crazy housing prices went crazy here but it's also folks doing those um knockdowns of their houses and um basically increasing values across the area which also it doesn't just have an impact on your own bill it has an impact on all your neighbors because the the whole value of the neighborhood is going up this is the whole uh fight about the impacts of gentrification what it really does and one of the impacts here obviously is is bills going up in these rapidly gentrifying neighborhoods i'm going to be closely watching um what happens next year we did see that covid adjustment fall off in chicago last year so perhaps not as much of a shock yeah. but the other thing i'm going to be watching with assessments is what happens with commercial properties because we have such huge vacancies um uh, in commercial spaces and probably a lot of uh commercial owners appealing on that vacancy and like we were talking about earlier that burden shift um if you have values for commercial properties going down that means homeowners have to make up for it let's hear from a couple callers here uh pat's first up in indiana hey pat welcome to reset hi thanks yeah i love listening to your show quite a bit of interesting information thank you um my husband and i about 10 years ago left uh illinois cook south cook county and moved to dyer indiana because because we were looking at retirement in a few years and knew we couldn't afford to stay in Cook County at the prices of the uh, property taxes. Mm -hmm. We basically left a 1,600-square-foot home um, with property taxes at $8,600 10 years ago. Wow. Yeah, we moved to Dyer and bought a 1,600-square-foot home, and property taxes this year are $2,200. So uh, looking... Huge difference. a big difference. You know, retirees can't afford can't afford to be paying, you know, thousands of dollars a month basically for a home that they own. Yeah. That's not even that's not even with a mortgage. So Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, Pat. Wow, I can see the, the difference there that move to Dyer, Indiana made. Uh let's hear from Bruce in Evanston before we go. Hey Bruce. Hi. Uh yeah, I just wanted to kind of pull the conversation back a bit. One of your correspondents said the property tax system in Illinois is the way we do things. And I think that is a big part of the problem. Um, you know, to start with, I don't make money off my home. I live in my home. It's not a revenue generating asset for me. And given the opacity of the assessment process, 
I, I mean, I'm a I'm a lawyer, I'm a finance person, and I don't understand my property tax bill to begin with. Yeah. And I don't understand why there isn't more public pressure to drastically reduce the amount re- of reliance we place on property taxes and, you know, do something like increase uh, service fees or especially income taxes and have a graduated income tax. I just don't understand why that's not more part of any discussion of, of this issue. If you're wondering whether you'll be paying more, Cook County property owners can look up and pay their bills at cookcountytreasurer.com. That's all for today. This episode was produced by Linnea Dominic and edited by Dan Tucker and Maha Ahmed. If you ever miss a conversation, check out wbez.org slash reset to see our entire catalog of interviews. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.